tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langser. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Episode number 23 of Mastering Mitzvahs. Michael Langsner here. Jordan is out of town on a business conference. And we have a very dear, close friend on the line with us, Mr. Barry Corbin of Corbin & Company Photography. Barry, would you like to uh, give a little hello? Good morning, Michael. Good morning, people. Hope everyone's doing well. Thank you very much for having me today. I'm very excited to have you. So, in the Mastering Mitzvahs podcast, uh, this is episode 23, uh, sometimes we bring in some guests that are friends of us that we trust and uh, really rely on from time to time. And Barry, we go way back. Um, I mean, you, you We go sh- way back. We go, oh yeah. Uh, we'll give the uh, listeners a little history. Uh, back in the day, I was a catering manager and Barry did a lot of the photography at the venue I worked at. Um, we, uh, we had the opportunity at Explosive to actually perform at uh, both of Barry's children's uh, bar and bat mitzvahs. You took such great care of my kids and my family. I can't thank you enough just for that. You, you're like family to us, and then you even shot my own wedding. So, I mean, we, we really are family. Uh, we, we appreciate everything you guys have done. Awesome. It, 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 two families coming together. So, for the exactly. sake for the sake of this podcast, um, you know, why don't you tell the uh, listener a little bit about who you are, how long you've been doing photography, so on and so forth. Okay, so um, great, great intro. So I grew up in North Jersey, up in Livingston, New Jersey, and uh, my dad was a cantor up in North Jersey for about 60 years. So my brother and I grew up going to mitzvahs all the time. We were kind of like the, the, the cantor's kids. You always had to invite the cantor's kids. And what happened was um, I started to really follow the photographer. Like, that's a really cool job, you know, uh, you know, he was going around kind of documenting, you know, all these uh, events. I thought that was a really cool thing to do for someone. So what ended up happening, uh, I ended up going to school for photography. And now it's 32 years later, 33 years later, and still photographing events and having a tremendous time. That's having a, a fabulous time, you know, doing that. That's so cool. I didn't know that, Barry. And, and my background is so similar because – I was going to bar and bat mitzvahs growing up in a Jewish area, and I always right. was inspired by these DJs. Like, I could do this. This looks like fun. And, you know, who would have known, uh, I guess, 30 years later, uh, it's a full-time yeah. career for me also. And I think I think it's similar to that of being a, a later. There's kind of a calling for what you do and for what I do. You know, not everyone can just jump in and, and figure this stuff out. You really need to have a passion for it. And I know, I know you guys absolutely do. I, I know that I do. So uh, yeah, it's been an amazing, amazing road uh, in doing this because you're 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 documenting, you're creating you know images of, of an amazing day for a family. Yeah, I, I, and like I said before, you're part of my family. I'm part of yours. I I feel that way with a lot of our clients. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's kind of important to what we do. You know, people say what are the you know important aspects uh, when they look at vendors. And I'll always say, find you know, find someone who who's passionate about what they do. Um, you know, there, there are things that I always I always kind of tell people to look at. When you, for example, when they look at photographers, for example, there are a few things I'll, I'll always have them do. You know, you, you need to see them in person. 
need to, to, you know, get a feel for their personality because you can be spending a lot of time with them, you know, be it DJ or photography or video, whatever it might be. You can spend some time with them. So it's really important that I think, you know, it's the right personality, the right match for you guys. That that's so huge. I, do do people try to book over the phone, or I mean, like, is that even you a know, thing? We, <laughs> we have had people do that, and many of the time, when when people try to book over the phone, typically it's because they've seen us someplace. It could be a sibling or a cousin or a good family friend, and they know us from from that other event. But Michael, in all honesty, I still hey, can you take ten minutes? Let's meet really quickly, even if it's not in my office. I can catch up with someone at a Barnes and Noble or, or you know, uh, uh, you know, any like a Starbucks. It's still for me. I like meeting the clients. I definitely want to meet with the clients. And similar to how you and Jordan work, I really want to get to know who they are. You know, clients for us, again, similar to you guys, they're not a number. There's there's a kid. There's a young daughter or, or son who's really worked very very hard. I really want to get to know their personality. I want to know who they are as well as the family. That makes great sense. So we, we feel exactly the same way. I want to just backstep one, one second. You said your, sure. your brother is a cantor. Um, so yeah, my, my, my dad was a cantor. Your dad. dad your yeah. da- I'm sorry, your dad. H- how important do you think it is that you grew up in a Jewish background now that you're shooting mitzvahs? It, uh, it, def- <laughs> it definitely helps a lot, especially when I'm, when I'm working with the lady cantors with the rabbis. For me, it's, it's a great, uh, uh, helpful you know position to have when I'm dealing with the families in their temple. When I'm you know when I'm talking to the rabbis and cantors, that we properly care of the portraits. Uh, we properly, if we're allowed to handle the Torah, um, we're, you know, it, 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 I definitely am still comfortable making a connection with with the rabbi and cantor that we know what we're doing. You know, I grew up going to a Jewish day school, which is also helpful for me. But we know how to properly respect the sanctuary, the temple. If it's you know Orthodox, conservative, reform, we never want to make the family or the, the cantor or rabbi feel uncomfortable with us being there. Mm-hmm. I, I, actually, one of the questions I wanted to ask you for the listeners is when they. Um, I, I know every temple is different, but what are the rules lately about you actually shooting in temples? I, I know there are rules about this. Yeah, the first one of the nicest things you can do if you're in this in this uh, uh, position to contact the office before the day of the portrait and ask them. You know, it's okay to say, "Hey, I haven't been to shul before. I've been to temple before. What you know are the regulations with taking photos?" And I think that really helps. You know, having that little preamble so that there's no surprise the day of the of the photos, you know, the photo session, that they feel uncomfortable with you being there. So for me, if I haven't been to a temple before, and I've been to quite a few temples, but if I haven't been to a temple before, I make the phone call weeks ahead of time. Get there early. Make sure that you walk and speak with someone in the office before you even bring in any gear. Get the rules of, of what the temple are, because if they're you know their house of worship, you have to respect you know what they what they do. Right now, are you able to shoot day of at some temples, or are you always shooting a pre-shot? Yeah, well, for me. Um, if we're able to do a shoot, a photo shoot with them earlier in the week, fantastic. For me, I, I, I do not limit the number of photos we take, for example. So the more time I have with a couple, I, I just love having you know a, a great amount of time to work with. So if they give us time earlier in the week, fantastic. I love that. Now, if they're on you know, Orthodox temples, some conservative, they prefer that. 
uh, reform temples may say, hey, let's you know take care of your photos either before or after the service. Uh, that's that's mostly through, through reform temples. Okay. Um, either way, I, I always recommend having more time than less time. Um, it's nice to, to have that ability to be creative, and it's human nature, Michael, and you know this too. That your your family that you're working with, they want to hang out, they want to see their guests and hang out with their guests. That's human nature. That's that's no fault to them. So I'll always try and prepare my clients. You know, can we do something earlier in the week where we, we have the time and, and we can be creative and, and have fun with it? If we can't, that's okay. Um, I just want to make sure that I have as much time as I can possible with the client without making anyone feel uncomfortable. Now that that's really interesting. And, and you're the first photographer that we've interviewed for this podcast. And I've never actually asked these questions before, but I would have uh-huh. I would have assumed doing that shoot earlier in the week would have been more of a nuisance, but you actually are looking at it as much more of a benefit. That's interesting. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. If we can, if the family's up for it, it's so nice to be able to, you know, for example, many times we'll have um, uh, the, the ability to take photos after school before sunset. So you can do things outdoors, um, you know, during the, the, during the week, you know, like I said, after school. And we can get creative photos outside the temple, not just inside the temple, but outside on the ground and have a lot of fun with it. Again, for me, it's, it's not about uh, just hitting the, the main of it. You know, ha- have a little creative time, go outside, be experimental with some of the photos, and, and really have a fun time without feeling rushed. That's awesome advice. Um, so, so with that now, what advice do you have for a family that's preparing for a photo shoot? Like, what do you tell them uh, prior to their arrival? Um, great question. Great question. To, uh, to me, excuse me, preparation is key. So I, I would not have a haircut the day before your photos. Have your haircut, have your stylist work with you, prepare everything. What kind of clothing uh, are you going to be wearing to, for the temple, you know, for the party? Most of the time they have that in mind. But there's certain things that always, you know, make sure you have, if, if they're going to be wearing a, a talus, if they're going to be wearing a talit, Make sure you have that ready to go for the photos. Um, if you have family members joining you, speak with them, have a conversation with them a couple of times well before the day of. You don't want a, a last-minute surprise of, oh, my God, I forgot, um, or I forgot to bring something. So always you know, have conversations. Have, you know, have conversations with family long before the day of the event if you want to you know, have uh, photos with them. Um, make sure that you're prepared. Have a little checklist or a little you know, um, reminder list set at the, uh, at the front door that you remember to bring certain things for photos. Um, uh, in terms of clothing, clothing is actually one of the things I always talk about. Make sure the colors work with each other, you know. Uh, the last thing you want to do is, you know, mom's wearing this beautiful pink and dad has a brown suit or something that doesn't matter, you know, talk to each other about what kind of clothing went. Most families do that anyway, but it's just a little reminder right. kind of throughout there anyway. I, I know for television or video purposes, that tell you to stay away from like tight stripes or things like that. Is there anything in the photo world that they should be cautious of? Yeah, yeah. I I love. I mean, patterns. Uh, uh, kind of complicated patterns that might clash. Um, I try and, and suggest staying away from. Uh, but most people get it. But but patterns are you know uh, uh, one thing I'll always tell people. Have a look at it again long before the event. Make sure that everything. And that's something you know. Something else to kind of tackle. Excuse me, these kids are growing up very quickly. So make sure the suit fits them earlier in the week, not the day of, <laughs> but make sure the dress, make sure the suit 
foods appropriately, check it out the week before, not the not the afternoon, because you might find a little surprise that they've grown an inch or two. Oh man! So for, for me, again, it just boils down to preparation. Like anything else, Michael, preparation is key. Now, do, should a family or does a family give you like a shot list of what they expect, or is it more? Yeah, I get yeah, a uh, great idea. Uh, for me, uh, I normally send out a little checklist and a little questionnaire that kind of confirms everything about 30 days before the event. So if, you're, if your event is June 1, May 1, I send out a checklist and a questionnaire. It kind of confirms everything that we do for, for the day of, and it has a little checklist. And at the bottom of the checklist, you know, any additional photos that you have in mind are certainly welcome. But I like having that checklist um, ahead of time so that they, they have the time to really sit down and go through and really have a, like have a cup of coffee and really think about who we want to, you know, to kind of pull aside and make sure we have photos of. And that way they can do it when, when things are kind of calm and relaxed, you know. And uh, that that's incredibly, incredibly helpful. That makes great sense. Um, any more to add on the topic? Otherwise, I want to kind of jump into the, the night of a party because I think a lot of what we're talking about is... Okay. Let's so, jump into it. Let's jump into it, Michael. So I've seen obviously a ton of your work, and, and you capture the energy. I mean, uh, just tell me about your experience first off. Like when you're when you're a photographer at an event, what are you feeling? <laughs> That's a, another great question you have. To me, a reception. I, I, first, of all, I love working with you guys because I know the energy level is going to be there. I know the energy is going to be phenomenal. That kid is not going to sit down. I've said this before. I say it again. That when you, I know with your kids, that kid is not, that, that bar by message, they're not going to be sitting down for one minute. They're going to have an incredible, incredible time nonstop. To me, an event is almost like a living little creature in that there's a flow, there's an energy that you sense when you walk into that room. Um, and I love seeing that. There's a flow to the music. There's a reason why your DJs are so good. Like they, they bring up the tempo, bring it down. And I love the fact that the energy level is there. That's amazing. And it makes my job even easier because when you get into the music, you know, like you really feel in, you know, the, 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 the beat, um, you get energized. You know, it's better than, than a cup of coffee to me. <laughs> I, I, I love when I work with you cause you're always smiling and you're into it. Like, and, and oh yeah, you know I, I guess well, yeah. If you're into it, like like your guys, I, when you're into it, your clients sense it, and you can have the great oh my god, you have the most amazing time, and you feel it, you get it. You know, I just to, as a little side note, I remember when when you guys took care of my kids, your music mixers were dancing behind the screen, dancing behind. They were mixing the music, working, and they were having such incredible time. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I love that when your when your room is just you know you feel that. It's the best way to document the night. It really is. That's that's awesome. So I, I guess you feel I'm I'm putting words in your mouth. So correct me here. But do you feel that you get a better uh, product, uh, your own work, when you're in a more energetic setting? Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it, there are different. Don't get me wrong. There are different styles of music, and you know, everybody has their own kind of uh, take on it. Um, and that's it goes hand in hand with why I. I I think it's important to really get to know who. You, look, when you get to know who your client is, you get to know their their interests. You get to know what really makes them tick. And come the event, it's so nice to know what, oops, what they're what they're about. 
and you go into um, this event knowing if they prefer slower music, or they per, let's say some people just prefer more games than right. music. That's okay because like, this is for, this we're focusing on one on one part. We're focusing on that child, right? And um, you know, city that, that that's where the focus. You're focusing on this one kid, and it's not what I feel. It, it's whatever they get to know who, who you know what they what they like. And you kind of reflect, you know, that, that kind of emotion. When you, um, like, I, I know videographers, they have a vision of what their edit is going to look like before they kind of shoot it. Like, when you make albums, do you know, you know, is your album going to be more elegant or more clubby? Or, like, do you have a vision? So while you're shooting, you try to shoot for the album? Or does the album, is the album more of a product of what you captured? Oh, that's, that's a good, that's goody. Um, I think we I think we want to cover the event with all options, and we you know we, we like I was saying before um, I don't want to limit how we cover an event, but we do design the album. You know, after you have a, a nice conversation with the client, you want something a little you know racier, you want something a little more conservative, a little more posed. But we, we try and cover all the variables. That's why I'll have a second photographer with me. Because it's important to capture not just the obvious, not just what's in front of you, but the reaction, you know, the, the peripheral. And designing the album is kind of based on, like, it's kind of based on what they like, what they prefer. Some couples like a little more conservative approach to their design. Some like exactly what you're saying, a little more raciness. We try and cover it, though. I, I don't want to limit myself how we cover it, though. I'd rather cover both sides of that fence. Okay. You know, get, get your nice formals. But also get the energy, you know, do, have the creative, edgy side, so they have that option. Right. When I design the album, Michael. I've I've taken, you know, a, probably a good time when I design it, um, because I want to give them, I want to give the clients the option. So I, I, I can show them, a, yeah, a page three or four different ways. I, I actually have so many questions now off of what you're saying. This is awesome. Um, first question is just a simple one. What, what's the story with albums now? Are, are most people still doing albums? Or are people shying away from them? <laughs> I just had a couple come in. I love this. Uh, for an event. Now, this is for a wedding. It's a little different. Uh, but a couple came in, and the groom was like, great, so we'll get all the files. We'll get everything. We, yeah, we don't need an album. And his fiance kind of like slapped him on the arm. Of course you're getting an album. We need an album. You know? So uh, we do cover the event with the album in mind. Okay. Um, with that, uh, we offer, there's so many options that we have in our studio, but we definitely want to offer albums. Most of our clients end up going to the book. After they see your work, like, we have to do something fun with this. Right. I And, you know, at my, my wedding, you know, of course, you, 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 you uh, made a beautiful album. But what's actually really interesting is the, the little albums, I think you called them, um, oh, what do you call them? The little ones that are like four inches tall. Oh, the, little, the little minis, yeah. The minis. Uh, you know, my daughter, who's now almost five years old, runs around the house, and she has one of our mini albums sitting actually in her playroom, and she looks at it all the time. Now, at five years old, uh, I don't want to—I don't want to give her the big expensive album that she could spill something on. Yeah, but, yeah, you may not want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so fun seeing her just run around it. Oh, mommy, look how pretty! You know, like it's—it's it's super cool. Well, you so, know what, Mike? I, I mean, for 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 you and Amy, you know, the way that I look at albums and the way that I look at our work, you know, it's not just for, for one generation or two. It's actually for, for, for several. Yeah, that's... You know, I, I, get, I, I, get, I love when people, I go to someone's home and I see, you know, albums from, from families and, and from generations. 
And that to me is, oh, I, I love seeing that. You know, it, it, it's fantastic when you see photos of, of generations of someone's house. Yeah. That's, that's, that really holds a special place so in my I, heart. Actually, family's important. Barry, this, this, a couple of weeks ago, I was up in North Jersey. Uh, I want to say it was in Mountain Lakes. I was visiting a client who is looking at us for doing their um, their daughter's bat mitzvah. And this is kind of a little side note. Um, the parents were each prior married uh, and they got remarried, I want to say, four or five years ago. And we had the pleasure of doing their wedding. When I was okay. sitting in their living room, uh, meeting with their daughter, talking about the bat mitzvah, I turned to my left and they had an entire wall, which was a whole collage of pictures that were oh, from the wedding. That's the best. That's it was the best. so cool. I've, you know, I, I actually took a picture of it with myself and I said, I hope you don't mind. I want to capture this because it was all black and white images from their wedding. And it was wow. them dancing and cake cutting, the photo booth, it was all these elements. Cool. And they made this and each picture was probably no more than like an eight by 10, but it was on a wall that had to be. 16 feet long. I mean, it was so cool. Wow. Really cool. So that's awesome to see. That means a lot. That means that means family's important to them, and that's that's what that's what this business is about. You know, we're we're, we're helping out these families, and and, and that's why it, I know I sound like repeating myself. I apologize, folks, but you know it's important to get to know who they are, and that family is so important. That family is so is so important to get to know their personalities and the, the diversity within the family as well. So, all right, so two, two, two questions, yeah. two questions, sure. uh, and I don't even know the best order, but um, you touched before, uh, well, yeah, you touched before on um, always having an assistant. Now, a lot of weddings, I almost always see a photographer with an assistant. At mitzvahs, I don't see it as often. I mean, give a, shed a little light on that, please. So, I, I actually prefer have a second shooter with me. I love, again, getting that, re that, that action reaction, kind of like in a movie, when you see the person looking, what are they looking at? And they cut to the scene of the car jumping, the ramp, whatever it is. So I like having that, that second shooter kind of second aspect. My second photographer, they're rarely capturing the same thing that I am. If anything, they're getting you know, the opposite you know, the, uh, of what I'm getting, you know, the, the, the reaction or whatever, second, uh, second angle. So I like having that, that second photographer there. Um, so to you know, to me that, that that's essential. Um, again, it, it, it's I don't know. It's, it, to me, I just like having that person, that that second you know shooter with me. Okay, I it, uh, yeah, it's interesting. And and uh, now I lost track of what my other question was going to be. I, I got so many for you. This conversation's <laughs> going in so many different directions. Okay. I love it. Um, but that that's neat. And uh, your your second shooter. I mean. What experience level does a second shooter typically have that goes out with you? For me, every I have four different people who I work with, all of whom went to school for photography. That's that's important. That is just my opinion. That's important for me. They they all went to school. Um, they're they're technically, you know, incredibly adept at different lighting situations. So for me, it's important that they know how to handle any kind of complicated, because let's say, you know, some of these rooms are getting, you know, incredible lighting situations that are very diverse. And it's important for me that they know what they're doing because you want that creative side to really, you know, be coming out. Not, oh my God, how do I solve this problem? Um, but how can I be creative using this lighting? So every, for me, uh, all four of my guys who I work with uh, all have a degree in photography. Uh, that's just how I, how I like to work. Got it. Okay. Now, now I 
that prompted me to remember the question I was going to ask before. In the, in the DJ world, you know, we, we have um, you know, companies where you hire one guy and that's your DJ and, you know, he only does one event a day and that's that, you know, we call it the single op. Then you've got more yeah. of the boutique type of company that we consider ourselves where we have several teams that are very well experienced. Um, and then there's, you know, we call it the factory that's out just pumping 20, 30 events at a time. In the photography world, I assume it's the same. I mean, what advice would you give a client when they're interviewing photographers? You know, do they look for, you know, Barry Corbin of Barry Corbin and Company Photography or do they look for a multi, you know, a bigger company that sends yeah, out shooters? Yeah, I mean, I got you. Yeah, I know you're going for it. For me, it's, it's I want to personally be at the job. Uh, again, I have several people that I rotate. Um, but for me, I personally like to be there because it's my name out there, and I want to make sure, absolutely sure, the job is done properly. So I, I will rotate my second shooters. And, you know, sometimes I'll have family members who say, oh, my God, I love working with your second shooter, Sarah. Hey, can we have Sarah? And Sarah was with me at your event, I think. Um, some people will request, hey, can we have Sarah, Sarah with you as well? Because it's like our, our combination of, of how we worked. Right. Um, so to me, I, I like to be out there. It's my name that's out there, so I want to make sure that I take care of them. Can we send a second team out there? Yeah, it's possible, but I prefer not to, though. I, again, I want to make sure that, that everything that I could possibly do is, is done properly. Um, for me, I will never do uh, – I've kind of cut back on my job. I don't need to do uh, more than, than two jobs a weekend. You know, I may do a Saturday and Sunday or a Saturday night and Sunday, but I won't do more than that. You know, I, I don't want to feel ex- I don't want to feel tired. I don't want to feel exhausted yeah. on job number three. You know, you've been there. You know, you know what it's like. You can get very. Thank God you have enough hands that help. Um, for me, it, it, it's you know, it, it's, I like that one on one. You're building up that that relationship with the client. I want to be there for them. Well, you know, I as a DJ, I see a lot of things behind the scenes, and I see. You know, uh, the main photographer might leave early and leave the second shooter because the main guy oh. has to go shoot a second party yeah, that there night. The yeah, I'm, I'm there to the end. Uh-huh. I, I, here's a great example. I had a wedding, and you'll totally understand this. I had a wedding at, at a country club up here in Monroe uh, many years ago. And this really set put things in perspective. At around 10 to 11, the party's kind of wrapping up, and a grandmother who's about to leave comes out to the dance floor to say goodbye and does a little, you know, shuffle dance. She was, she was absolutely adorable. And she's doing a little shuffle dance to say goodbye to the client. And we're capturing her, her little dance. And the Monday, the following Monday, we get a phone call from the family. Hey, did you happen to capture grandma on the dance floor? And my reaction was, yeah, of course we did. You know, we're there. But it put things in perspective. I don't want to leave, you don't want to leave early because you never know what might happen. Yeah. You know, I- to me, it's, some of the greatest shots are those reaction shots, five minutes, ten minutes to the end of the party. I, and even the goodbye shot, you guys have this great goodbye, like this, you reset the, the bar at the goodbye. Why leave? Take care of that, you know? Yeah, I it, it, it drives me nuts because I see it so often. Photo or video leave often, more so at weddings than mitzvahs. And I realize weddings are much longer days for, uh, you know, your craft. So I, I get it. But, I mean, I... To me, the last hour of some of these events is the most energetic, most fun. And um, I sometimes hear, you know, the I'll use the word pros loosely. I sometimes hear them say, eh, there's nothing else that I could capture. You know, I've already got all I need. Really? Oh, I think 
I think some of the best stuff you get is that is that last hour. Look, I mean, you and I had a wedding for a uh, country club uh, uh, catering manager, and she had her New Year's Eve wedding at, at five or ten minutes of noon. You know, the place was roaring. The place was going insane. It was, oh, yeah. it was having an amazing time. And that's where we got us up to the greatest images uh-huh. those last 10 minutes. I think some of those images are hanging on the wall here in my office, as a yeah, matter of fact. They might be. They might be, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so actually, you know, one of my questions, do you have any standout events that just, you know, I mean, you've done hundreds by now. Is there anything that just stands oh out in your mind? Because like, like that wedding that you're referring to, you know, Sam's wedding, she stands out in my mind as, you know, one of the most amazing weddings I was part of. Um, it, it's hard to say, but I mean, do you have any favorites? It's tough. You know, wow. That's, yeah, that's a little tough to say. I, I, I will say I have two. I'll put things in for, I have two events. One event was up in North Jersey and it was an event that was supposed to be held in the springtime, but it got bumped to the winter time. Someone was, some of the family was ill. And they bumped it early because they wanted to make sure that this person would be in attendance. Okay. And wouldn't you know it, it was a weekend of a major snowstorm. And I remember, Michael, I rented a big, heavy SUV. Early, I, we, we heard of a storm coming in. We rented a big truck. I'll never forget this. And we, we made it. We made it. We were fine. It was a state of emergency. But we knew this day, they bumped this day up. And here, you know, major snowfall. We, we had to be there. We made sure we got there. We were there. We were fine. We got to the event, and the mom started crying because she knew that we traveled from a little distance. And, again, it goes hand-in-hand. You have to prepare. Think about what you're doing. Think about your client. We prepared early. We got this truck. We made it there. She got emotional because we went to the next in the level to make sure that we were there for them. The event went on. The, the, you know, everything happened. They had a great party, um, but there, there were some hiccups, you know, with guests making it. But we needed to make sure that we were there. Yeah, that's that. That will always stand out. They wrote the nicest letter because I think we stayed there. I think we actually slept at a local hotel after the event. I, the, you know, the, we we we've done the same, and and you know, clients often in a initial meeting say, "What happens if it snows?" or "What happens in state emergency?" My answer is always, we'll figure it out. We'll get there. And like, we'll make, we'll, exactly. You need to make sure that you're going to be there. You know, I mean, I, I, honestly, I'll, I'll joke around with people that for myself, I'll never have certain foods before an event. I don't, I'll never have like uh, sushi, for example, before an event. <laughs> That's what a risk, you know, any kind of food. The, the, the second event was with your team. We had a young gentleman, a bar mitzvah. Who, uh, who who caught mono. And I'll never get at the hotel, and Jordan had to go up to the room, his hotel room to wake him up and say, hey, it's time for your party. Oh, my God. I, I don't, I don't know this story. Oh, oh, it's wow. his name was Jeffrey. He's the sweetest, sweetest kid. He, unfortunately, he caught mono. He had a real tough time. But he took. But Jordan went. I never. He went up to the hotel room. I think like two bottles of Gatorade and water and stuff to kind of help him wake up. And he got he got Jeffrey downstairs uh, to this party. And even though he was a little sluggish at first, again, your guys totally pumped this kid up. The images were amazing. But it really meant so much to us because he. he, he you tell he was hurt. He was he was tired. He was exhausted. Wow. But we had the party was off the hook. 
He had a tremendous. I'm sure he probably slept from Monday to Wednesday <laughs> following week. But again, when you when you again, I, you, you get to know it's so important. You get to know who these kids are. Wow. They're putting they're putting best foot forward and they're putting every ounce of their energy into this. And so is the family. They deserve to have it done properly, Michael. They really do. Man, it's crazy. So, Barry, I got, I think, two more questions, and then we'll tie sure, this up. Um, but these are more advice for clients. Uh, the first one is just, you know, any tips that you have for somebody looking for a photographer? How do they find the right one? And, and how do they, I, with that, it's a loaded question, too. I mean, really, what's the difference of a wedding photographer versus a mitzvah photographer? You know, can one that's experienced in weddings just shoot a mitzvah, you know? Uh, so, yeah. I mean, the first thing that, that, that I'll always tell people, ask your friends and family who they use, who they recommend, what have they heard. You, you can certainly Google. You can certainly you know, check things out online. Uh, but definitely ask your friends for references. Uh, ask your friends for any recommendations that they may have. Uh, one key thing for me is if you, you know, definitely check out the photographer. Like I said before, definitely meet the photographer. Meet the person who, who is, going to, is going to document not just the company if they hire Let's say a company may have four or five photographers. You want to meet that photographer. You want to get to know who they are before the event. You also, to me, you also want to see a complete job. That means images throughout the entire event, not just a highlight photo of one or two from various events. But to me, I want to see an entire job. Is this person, you know, uh, uh, covering the day properly? Are they consistent? Are is you know are the images exposed properly? You know, amateur photographers can grab a great one or two photos from an event. A great photographer is going to be consistent in the work that they do. That makes the great sense. The second most wow. important point is contract. Make sure whoever, believe it or not, a lot of photographers out there, you know, they may all oh, we'll cover day, not a problem, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Cohen. Make sure you have a written contract. You want to have things spelled out for you, what you're expecting for them to do and what they're expecting, you know, for you guys to have organized for them as well. So contract is just as important. Like the, the three C's, you know, the, the, the contract, um, you know, the, the, the consistency. Uh, I forgot the third C might be, but you always want to make sure that the, you sell a complete day of, of, of an event. Yeah, okay. In terms of wedding versus bar by mitzvah photography, we do both. You know, for, for me, I will, uh, we will not do, for example, like baby photos. That's not my specialty. But we do specialize in event photography, you know, the bar by mitzvah world and the wedding world. I, and let's say um, I'm, I'm going to throw a scenario out there because it kind of happens to us sure. all the time. Let's say a, a family has a friend who's a great wedding photographer, but he's never shot a mitzvah. Should, uh -huh. they, should they feel comfortable? Should they feel comfortable in terms of... of it, it, let's say they're planning a mitzvah. And, you know, they're going to be his first mitzvah. You know, the Mr. Photographer shot 100 weddings and they're all great. He's never shot a mitzvah. Should they be worried that he'll know what to do? Um, if they have experience, uh, if they have experience with weddings, and, and again, they're consistent, they know their technical capabilities, they should be okay. They, sh they, they should be okay. I guess the big question becomes, what do they do with the images afterwards? Are they, you know, working with, with them to design a book? Um in working with a temple, that's probably going to be my first question. Are they, you know, are they comfortable working in a, in a temple with the family? Right. Um, if they're not, that might be the time to say, let's approach a bar of a photographer because they know what the shots are. 
you certainly want to have someone who, who's experienced this uh, if possible. Yeah, I, I like I, I always tell client if a DJ's never done a mitzvah before, it's way different than entertaining at a wedding. Oh yeah, you oh know, that oh, absolutely. You know this oh, skill set, yeah, yeah. You know skill set. Can you still mix the music? Can you still make announcements? Sure, but do you know the dynamic required to properly execute a mitzvah? In in the Correct. entertainment world, you know it's a whole different ballgame, and a lot of wedding guys are afraid of mitzvahs in the entertainment world. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be afraid. I think it comes down to if you want to learn, go check out an event. You know, and 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 like when you're back when you're a little kid, Michael. When I was a little kid, you watched what they did and you made certain mental notes. Like, oh, okay, I get this now. I get how this works. Right. I get to see how this flows a little bit, and you're kind of going back to that little kid again and and, and seeing it for the first time. Oh, okay, that's kind of a cool idea. Okay. And so now, you kind of develop it to your own. Now, my last question for you, Barry. Uh, this may or may not be photography related, but as a parent who has had two uh, separate children, you know, uh-huh. get bar or bat mitzvahed, um, any advice that you would share with a family, like a, a top tip or two uh, for a client just getting into this? You know, what would you say is that your best take home from your uh, your experience? Wow. Yeah, having gone through two, to me, the, the biggest uh, tip I can have is one word, which is time. Time. Take the time to do your research. Take the time to meet with people. You know, things should not be done. You know, even if you have a referral, whatever, take the time to meet with them. Take the time to to go through. I always tell people, even, you know, take a look at your DJs. Take a look at your vendors long before six months. Long before, you know, take a year, take a year and a half. Go through, even if it's two years. Take the time to do it. Take the time to, you know, to have the photos or videos. And, and you can never, I've never had a client, I've never, ever had a client, two, 32 years, I've never had a client say, oh, man, I have too much time to do stuff. <laughs> never That's that. great but advice. I, but I have heard the opposite. What was that? That's great advice. Yeah. I've asked that same question to, to other people that have been on this podcast, and everybody has a very different take on what their their take home or their their number one tip is. But I love that. So make sure you plan with enough time and uh, whatever it is. Yeah, make sure whatever aspect that should be the the, the top the the name the title for this part is time having time taking the time whatever it might be because that's always your best friend. You can't get it back, but you can certainly use the appropriate amount of time to make the right choices right about every aspect of it, and you'll never regret it, Michael. You'll that, never regret it. That's awesome. Barry, it's been so much fun. You and I could probably talk for hours, but uh, we try to keep these podcasts around 30. Yeah. Um, we're, uh, we definitely exceeded the 30 minutes, but uh, this is a lot of fun. I love having you on here. Um, Thank you so much. Can you sh- my pleasure. Can you share your um, ways people could contact you, your website, social media, uh, phone number? Yeah, so the easiest way to, to find where we are, uh, my phone number is area code 609 208 0930. That's probably the best way. My my phone goes to my cell phone. That's how much I I, I want to make sure I don't miss a phone call at all. Uh, my 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 phone goes is, is trunked to my cell phone. But uh, my website is www.corbman. I'll spell it for you. It's K O R B M A N and company dot com. And company is spelled out, right? I'm sorry. Company is spelled out. Yeah, company is spelled out. Correct. Awesome. Um, so 
Hopefully, if anybody has any questions, uh, Barry is an incredible photographer, incredible resource of knowledge, uh, uh, a great friend. Kind, Michael. You're too kind. Yeah, thank you for your time. I, I know time is precious, so thank you for your time today. Um, and we're going to get this podcast posted to the internet later today, and uh, we'll share it with you. We hope you share it with your friends and your contacts. And, uh, Absolutely. Good luck to everybody out there. Mazel tov to all the families. And have a great time planning these events, guys. Awesome. Barry, thank you so much. Mastering Mitzvahs, episode 23.